0: Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam Presents. Are we Gundam or are we isekai? The podcast where we stopped watching a show we think we hate to watch a show we hate. My name is Jeremy.
1: I'm a borderline neat right now. I'm Tyler.
2: My name is Zach.
0: Tyler, I think you have two jobs. That's like the opposite of a neat.
1: Okay, fair, but I am never leaving the house. You have two jobs and effectively two wives.
0: (laughs) Okay. Which, to be fair, does sound like a light novel protagonist, the more I think about it.
2: No, he only has two wives and only two jobs. If he was actually a light novel protagonist, either he'd be in another world or he'd have a harem.
1: I was going to say I might have to have like multiple personalities and like I switch between them every other Wednesday or something.
0: (laughs) We watched episode six of Gundam Build Divers this week, past and future, introducing who was my least favorite character on my initial watch through. But I think this is the best episode we've seen so far, honestly. The bar is on the ground, but they did step over it. It introduced a new character to the group and gave him a spotlight episode. That's all I've asked.
2: I guess that's true. I mean, it does still follow the pattern of new character put spotlight on them, but at least this one's part of the main group.
1: And he has more personality than Riku. Not, like, a ton more personality.
0: Although, this was my least favorite character on my first watch through. We will see if that continues to be the same. Like Tyler said, he already has more personality than Riku, so I don't know how it could.
1: Riku is, like, bland but enthusiastic. This guy's unenthusiastic and slightly less bland. I was going to say they're opposites, but they're really not.
2: He's unenthusiastic because he's just got, like, depression. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And this is about how hobbies cure your depression, right? And how if you're depressed, you should turn to Gundam. (laughs) Buy all our play sets and toys. It will fix your depression.
1: Yeah, so say I'm sure Bandai Namco would love that.
2: Hang on, wait a minute. I think I've heard that somewhere depressed turn to Gundam modeling.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's happened. Like I said, this is a very generic story, but it is a story. Like saying the character has an arc is maybe a bit generous, but only a bit. So if you want to watch along, I still don't recommend it, but you can do it on YouTube, Crunchyroll, Funimation. I mean someone probably owns DVDs for this series.
1: I don't know why. Maybe they bought them before they watched it, assuming that it would be good, and then we're sorely disappointed.
2: Tyler, I'm the only person who can possibly be stupid enough to buy a series without ever having actually watched it. No, I'm I'm
0: sure it happens. Someone probably got it as a gift. Someone got this for Christmas and we're sad. <laughs>
1: Not as sad as getting K-On. No, it's not K-On. What's wrong with K-On? No, it wasn't K-On, sorry. I'm trying to think of... k Thank you.
2: What's wrong with k
1: <laughs> You know what's wrong with K-Joe,
2: Zach. k K-jo a great sports anime, Tyler.
1: Uh, is this my
0: chance to t- talk about the secret dungeon only I can enter? A show that uh made uh made me clap for it when it introduced a female character with her face first instead of her breasts in the most recent episode.
2: <laughs> I still need to watch episode three.
0: It's about a fantasy world where the way you, where you regain your life force is by indulging in carnal pleasures.
2: That's only the main character.
0: No, I think that is everyone. It's just only the main character knows it.
2: Oh, that might be true. I, I still really <laughs> like his like master lady. Like she's funny as hell. She's fun.
0: It is a series in which the main character succeeds at making out with his childhood friend in the first five minutes, so that's good.
1: (laughs) The main character's name is Noir. Yes, this is true. The third son of a minor noble who acquires an exceptional skill that gives him great knowledge at the cost of painful headaches.
0: Yep, and the only cure is to make out with someone.
2: (laughs) Uh, Sorry, it just reminded me that... At one point in that series, in order to try and be helpful, he shrinks his friend, his childhood friend's boobies. It's
0: true, because she's complaining about her back pain.
1: I'm trying to decide if this is a show for me or a show I should avoid like the plague.
2: You, I feel like you should watch the first
0: episode and make the determination based on that.
2: Tyler, I, well, I didn't watch all of Konosuba, mostly because I found it kind of annoying. But uh, it seems like it'd be something for you.
0: It's not as dumb I mean, as Konosuba. Like, the main characters I, I, aren't
1: as dumb. I, I've also made it fairly clear, I think, that I don't actually like Kona Suba that much. Yeah. Alex likes Kona Suba, and I like watching anime, therefore we compromise on Konosuba.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you'd actually enjoy the hidden dungeon. I also think you might enjoy la- the last dungeon boonies, but uh, that's <laughs> something unrelated.
0: Okay, let's talk about this isekai and not other not isekai. We start out in the hangar with Tiger Wolf and Shari are just hanging out with everybody, complaining about how they haven't made their force yet. And now they are courting these weird people. I like to think that they just are trying to one-up each other. Neither of them wants these
2: people in their force, but... They just want them because they think the other guy wants them.
1: That is much more sensible than what is, I think, the show is attempting to present to us.
2: I think it is too, because we like these kids haven't really done anything yet to really warrant these two a highly, like, competent and skilled and apparently popular dudes being so into them.
0: I think it would also like this entire story would make a lot more sense if GBN was kind of on the outs and new players were really rare. So then suddenly, just by being new players, everybody wants them, but. Obviously, that's at odds with what the story has told us so far, but that would explain everybody's
1: infatuation with them. So because this is currently the hottest thing on the planet.
0: And Maggie would not have to help new people if they were very rare.
2: Tiger Wolf says, I discovered them first as if discovering them had anything to do with them coming to him.
0: Yeah. Or as if they had like shown talent to either of these people.
2: Yeah. Because like Shariar is a builder, like primarily like a builder guy. And they didn't really, like, they showed him the specs, but, like, he hasn't seen any of their gear.
0: And even when he looked at it, he was like, yeah, it's mediocre.
2: They spent a lot more time with Tiger Wolf. Like, Shariar really feels more like, yeah, we met this weird dude over in this one town for a little while. Like, they didn't spend that much time there.
1: Riku tries to break up the fight, and Tiger Wolf's like, it's your fault we're fighting, because you should have formed a force already. I didn't think they were high enough level to do that yet.
0: I presume they are, as we'll see at the end. And I'm willing to buy that. Apparently, it's all they do,
2: so. He says your scouting isn't going well, and then it's like, have they been doing anything?
0: I don't think they have. I think he's assuming by the way they react. And he's like, hey, this is a rental pool, right? Maybe you should go find the guy who built this, since you need a building, senpai, and I guess that can't be me.
1: I like that he says specifically, with someone like that under your force, your overall strength will skyrocket. Like... I don't know. Like, where's the divide between actual skill and then skill in building a gunpla? Like, which I guess both matter about equally.
0: And the show wants to imply that these people are
1: skilled at piloting their gunpla,
0: right? So presumably having better ones would be a multiplying factor.
2: Well, and at the same time, like having somebody who knows how to build those can help the others make theirs better. Yeah. And in addition help Momoka make her own. So that actually makes sense, because having someone who's good, of course, that also presupposes that person is good enough to teach others. Because being good at something and being able to teach other people to do it, too, is are not the same thing.
0: He could also just build them for him, Emzozak, which, as we'll see in this episode, he is against. But they have no reason to presume he would be. In fact, that's what he used to do.
2: That is true. However, from what we know of the other guys, like, Riku would accept tips. I don't think he would let somebody just build him a Gunpla. Because he's already said a couple of times, I'm going to build my own.
1: Yeah, but Momo is literally renting one. I was going to say, I really want to see a character like Kenpachi, who just makes like the worst gunpla in the world, but makes up for it by just being such a good pilot.
0: That character is in Build Fighters Try, so he's not here. Excellent. And it's not even him, it's his sick little brother makes his Gundam for him, and he's like, well, I can't let my sick little brother down, even though this is just like, he didn't even cut the nubs off this.
1: <laughs> so we got the opening sequence. After Riku gets inspired to go find the person who built the cat pool, I legitimately just listened to the opening song of this, like, three times in a row after watching this episode. But the animation's still kind of eh.
2: Yeah. Well, the, the opening itself, like, the song is fine, but the opening is about as generic as it gets.
1: I know. The song has really grown on me for whatever reason.
2: I don't
0: think it's bad. I don't, like, listen to it for fun. It's not on my playlist, but I don't blame you for putting it there.
2: I mean, I've liked the song since we started listening to it for the episodes, but the animation, eh.
1: It's boring, which is sad because it's well done.
0: So they asked Nanami, hey, who built this capital that we're renting? And she's like, well, I guess I could tell you. And she's like, it it was my brother.
2: I mean, it makes some sense that they would know who built it, even if it wasn't her brother.
0: Yeah, you would think it would be an employee. I wonder if he got paid. I assume he did.
2: It sounds like it it sounds like from what she says later in the episode that he's actually paid to do this.
0: Yeah, I imagine it's a commission thing where you would assume one of the employees would do it. But it also makes sense like since he's semi-famous that they're like, oh, if we get like a someone who's really good at to do this, they'll look good on display. So we cut to him. His floor looks like my desk covered in Gumpla boxes and hobby magazines, except for Who Buys Magazines. Also, all of our favorite characters are on these magazines. Maggie's
2: there, Shariar and Tiger Wolf. The champion <laughs> is the only one who isn't.
1: So, it's weird to me that Shariar and Tiger Wolf are featured on the cover together. It's like a National Enquirer, I guess, because they've been hanging out a lot more recently.
2: Apparently, it's World Hobby uh, Issue 6, has Tiger Wolf and Shariar, and it shows... Tiger Wolf's Gundam on the cover.
1: This brings into question some of the events of the plot of the last episode, though. Because if Sharyar is famous enough to be on a magazine, and all those people who are like, ooh, it's the famous Sharyar, showed up to see him, and no one knew what his in-game avatar looked like, despite the fact that it's famous enough to be published on a magazine cover. Uh, No, this is just Tiger
0: Wolf and some guy was there, too. And they're like, yeah, we'll we'll photo you. And Tiger Wolf's like, (laughs) don't. But what plot
1: inconsistencies in this show, Tyler? Never. They care so much about their plot.
2: So they uh, knock on this dude's door and just kind of pop up.
1: He looks so laconic,
0: and they, they and they're so genki.
2: He actually looks tired. Apparently, they let Momoka just take the capsule out of the building. Like it feels like if you're renting it for that purpose, you wouldn't be allowed to take it home with you.
0: I can see that, but also since we will see in this episode, home rigs are a thing. Home rentals make some sense, right?
2: I guess. It's just one of those things that I was thinking, like, if you had it in the store for that, you would probably just leave it as a store rental thing. Like, you could rent it, but it can't leave the store since they have them in the, uh... They have those pods in the building. Mm-hmm. I can see it either way.
1: It's Blockbuster Home good block.
2: I didn't think about that for for that, Jeremy. You're right, it could be either way.
0: And they're like, you... They shove it in your face, his face and they're like, you built this, right? And he's like, yes. It's like, you should join our force. And he's like, um... I'm not a pedophile, sorry. And then Riku explains
2: what a force is.
0: And he's like, yeah, I have a bunch of magazines on my floor. I know that. And even Momo, the most genki, is like, tone it down. Tone it down, Riku.
2: Back off the gas, dude.
0: He's like, yeah, I know. It's the most famous thing, remember? But I can't join
2: because I've retired. I'm
1: at the right old age of, I don't know, 21. Is he even that old? I assumed he was in high school.
2: I mean, see, the thing about that is, like, if he's, o- if he's in his 20s, or even on the last leg of high school, that means he's already kind of paced himself out of being an anime character.
1: True.
0: But he's just <laughs> the right
1: age to get into esports. But Riku looks determined.
2: The, the main characters in this, like, their faces look so bland. And I don't know what, like, even for anime characters, they look like there's nothing going on.
1: I think it's because there's, like, they're supposed to be young so they don't have a lot of sharp features.
2: That might be it.
1: So cut to this guy brushing his teeth when his doorbell
0: rings, and they're there
1: again. And he just closes the door on them.
2: I love how Riku says good morning and he just closes the door.
0: Then he's posing for his hot neighbor girl in the window, and they are human laddering
2: (laughs) up to him. It's a harassment montage, basically. Yes.
0: Where they're like, teach us, senpai. And he's like, I'm a neat. I'm hiding under my blanket. This is my biggest fear.
2: I do love how he calls his sister. It's like, this is your fault. He's not wrong. I know. It's just, it's really funny that he's just like, this is your fault. Come get rid of them. And
0: she's like, please have manners. You're Japanese kids, aren't you? But anyway, Riki goes up to the rentals like, ah, oh, they're all so f- good and flawless. He's so good. So why did he quit battling? But anyway, y- Yuki has Googled him. He's like, hey, your brother was K1. He was like internet famous.
2: And of course, Nanami is like out of the loop on that.
0: I I've found that
2: hilarious. And she's like, yeah, I don't know why they called
0: him that. It was before like screen names. Couldn't have been that long. Yuki's like, yeah, he was super famous. Like he made third in the Japanese uh, tournament, Eighth Worlds.
2: Might be number one
1: soon. Then he suddenly stopped four years ago, right when this dumb game launched.
2: And you never hear, you rarely even hear his name. (laughs) This shot is so. I love how
0: Riki like staring at this Gundam that's completely painted white and like seeing the builder in it, but it's just him like looking generic and depressed and like telling them to leave.
1: (laughs) It's really funny.
2: Yeah, I love how it's just like the superimposed tired face over this Gundam. God, what Gundam is this anyway? Is this just the RX-78? doesn't look like it. This is a
0: special RX-78 you can only get at cons. That's completely black and white. Huh. okay. And by only at cons, I mean on eBay for, you know, $500 and it's not worth it. Woo! Yeah, that sounds about right. So Riku transitions to being in GBN, losing a duel to a Leo while Tiger Wolf is training him.
2: And then he gets yelled at.
0: Sharyar's here too.
2: Are they really enemies? Do they really not like each other? They seem to spend an awful lot of time around each other. Clearly
1: they're dating and they just don't want anybody to know. <laughs> <laughs> I find it weird that Tiger Wolf's whole head moves when he talks, except for his weird ponytail thing.
0: And Sharyar's like, yeah, I, I never guessed it was K-1. I'm like, you know him? He's like, yeah, just my reputation. But anyway, he's a good at building.
2: But of course, not good enough to beat me. Which, like, that is keeping in character with what we've known about him so far, so that's fine. I actually like, it's not quite, like, telling Riku to stop bothering him, but Tiger Wolf says, like, if he decided to retire, you probably aren't going to be bringing him back.
0: He's like, yeah, especially since he was good, so it's not like he got frustrated and quit. And Riku's like, yeah, but I want to, like, I don't know, help him. Being a neat is bad. You shouldn't be lonely and depressed. You should hang out (laughs) with a bunch of kids. That'll make you feel better. Right. And Sarah's like, oh, my waif energy says he's a good person. You should definitely help him.
1: Speaking of Sarah, I don't know what this was in relation to, but one of my notes on this episode was that she is the Gunpla Lorax.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She speaks for the Gunpla? Yeah, that's about accurate.
1: And Sharyar suggests what I think is the most basic possible thing. Hey. Did he, like, maybe try to find out why he quit? Did he, like, ask him or anyone that he knew?
2: Maybe look into why he stopped playing. Instead of,
0: I don't know, three-stooging your way into his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Which was
2: probably the next plan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just throw pies at each other until he opens the door.
2: So apparently they're talking to Nanami on her break about why he quit Gunpla Battle. That
0: tracks. Also, I don't think Nanami is on break. I think she's just like, yeah, I have to help these customers. Clearly, I'm very busy.
2: <laughs> also, like, are there any other people that work there?
0: Not with faces, Zach. And she's like, well, it's not a fun story. And Riki's like, didn't really think it would be. And she's like, do you know what GP Duel is? And everyone's like, no. And Yuki's like, yeah, I do. It's basically what they had in Gundam Build Fighters, right? Just very slightly different, if you're looking at it hard, to drive people who watched both crazy. <laughs> it wasn't the same thing? <laughs> it's very similar. The ones in um, those are very hexagonal. Like, they kind of are designed so you can modulate them together for a bigger battlefield, if that makes sense. And this one is not. And okay. it was not
2: called GP Duel.
0: I think for sure they're going for that, but it's different enough for you to go like, oh, I don't know what they're trying to tell me here.
2: All right, because I assumed that it was just a uh, like a nod back to Build Fighters, like you were saying, how they were implying that this was like the logical next step in that particular series it like it was a sequel series with a as a wink and a nod
0: yeah and i just don't know how to read this if this is supposed to be the same universe or not i'm just not sure what they're trying to tell me and i think that's deliberate but she's like yeah he used to play that and he had like a team and he was always like so happy to go hang out with them but then as people started playing gbn all his team members started to quit and then he got the depression
2: well, I mean, that makes sense because it's a lot easier to deal with in the uh, video game. You don't have to worry about repairing your gunplay. There's no penalties in that one. Whereas in the duel one, you have to fix it after every battle. It seems
0: to be me to be implying that his friends just quit altogether rather than went to the video game. Because he doesn't seem like against the video game version.
1: He tried at some point and just stopped playing. And I'm wondering if it's because none of his friends were on it.
0: Yeah, th- that's the, what I think we're supposed to take as an implication.
2: Well, I, I was more of meaning that the. Because uh, there's a line later on about how uh, GP Duel is dead. Yeah. Like, that's more of what I meant. Like, that does make sense as to why a physical thing that basically does the same type of thing would kind of die. No matchmaking. Die off like that.
0: Although, you know, all the official tournaments and fighting games are still offline.
1: So, so anyway, of is like, I'm a good sister, so I gave him a job.
2: <laughs> he says he's not enthused. But he still does a good job. Like, this is what I meant about him actually doing it at work, because she says he has deadlines, which you don't have deadlines if you're doing it as a hobby. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, she's like, you seem chill about your brother being a neat. And she's like, eh. So we cut to him. I do like his model setup with all his Tamiya brand paint, buy all our places and toys, and our official tie-in
2: paint. Is that what's up on the top of his yeah, desk yep. there?
0: I got a few of those.
2: So now we get to a flashback of all his friends leaving.
0: Yes. And his separation anxiety problems. He's like, "No, you guys don't have to quit." Emperor Palpatine, don't quit. And he's like, "Don't you get it? Times have changed."
1: I could have sworn when I was watching this that this guy was wearing a plague doctor mask, and I totally thought it was just <laughs> like, "Look, it's Overhaul." In the show that came um, out way before my hero,
0: the show didn't come out way before my hero. This is 2018. This show came out. My hero. So it one might be happened.
2: before Overhaul and My Hero. It was definitely before
0: Overhaul, but. He does not have a plague, Dr. Max. But from the back, definitely overhaul. And green pants. So he sees all the gumbla he made in his stress dream tormenting him.
2: I don't know what the red one is, but I do like how there's the shadow Gundam.
0: And then he wakes up and is like, that dream sucked.
2: <laughs> I guess he sleeps with his glasses on his chest. Speaking as somebody who wears glasses, that's a terrible idea.
0: Yep, I, I move in my sleep a lot.
1: They would not survive a night. I, yeah, they would get destroyed for sure. Then he remembers that he dreamt about overhaul and he's like, oh, shit, the new season of My Hero's out. I should go watch it.
0: See if they save that airy girl.
2: I really should. It's, cool. it's good. What kind of tank is this anyway, Jeremy?
0: That is a Type 61 from the original series. I don't know what scale it is because it looks bigger than a bunch of gumpla.
2: It really does. I, I like I like tanks.
0: Yeah, it, I like the Type 61. It's very good in Garen's Greed. So he goes to the gas station to pick up some glue. I guess the convenience store.
2: That's a weird convenience store if it sells glue. Hey,
1: Japan's a different place.
2: And then he gets jumped by the kids again. To
0: be fair, this isn't what it's implying, but this reads to me if they're just here. Like, is this a
1: coincidence? I thought they were stalking him again, but this time to apologize.
2: I didn't think they were necessarily stalking him. I thought they might have been on their way to his place to apologize, mm-hmm. but just happened to run into him going past this area.
1: So as much as I generally laud the art in this show and, like, it's very rarely messed up at all. One of Momica's eyes is distinctly yep. higher than her she other eyes. She very eye.
0: incredulous about <laughs> meeting this guy on the street. And they're like, hey, we're sorry.
2: His immediate reaction is the kind of reaction I think we would all have. Oh, hell, not you again. But then instead of harassing him, they apologize and tell him they'll leave him alone.
0: So he agrees to talk to them for a bit. So he's like, hey, you're so good, it would be a shame if you quit. And he's like... That's
1: none of your business. But Yuki's like, yeah, but Shariar said your gunplays are great. And that you have a unique worldview, which you can definitely tell from a gunpla.
2: I actually like how it flashes to his face. Like, he doesn't have this, like, really overt expression, but clearly he recognizes the name, and, like, that has an effect on him.
0: Yeah, we'll get it more later, but yeah, he doesn't have a big reaction here. Yeah,
2: I just, I like that they showed that he had a reaction here, because, <laughs> like, it didn't take any time for them to do that.
0: And they keep trying to convince him, and he interrupts and says, sorry, but I'm done with Gunpla Battle.
2: Well, they tell tell him what uh, Sharyar said about his stuff, and then he's like, I'm leaving.
0: Mubik is like, yeah, maybe we just can't convince him. But as soon as he gets home, he's like, oh my god, Sharyar senpai said that?
2: Yeah, and then we see like the first home rig that we've seen so far.
1: Yeah, he's so excited that he decides he has to go log back in, and I'm not really sure what his goal here
2: is. Yeah, I mean, like, the odds of running into someone like Shariar specifically or any of that, like, what is the point of this? Because the likelihood of you running into somebody like that is going to be incredibly low.
0: I think it's more just that his curiosity got peaked, and he's like, well, it can't hurt to take a look.
2: I guess that makes some sense. Yeah.
0: He walks by a succubus in the lobby and is like, hey, is this how I saw it was? And a wild Sarah
2: appears. <laughs> and just immediately identifies him. That's because
1: she's the Gunpla Lorax. She knows these things. And
0: he's like, who are you? Why do children appear everywhere I go? (laughs) I love how
1: then she's like, isn't Riku
0: with you? And he is like too shy to talk to her and is like, what is going on?
2: To be fair, I think if somebody just popped out of nowhere and started asking me questions about real life in a video game that they should have no way to know about, I'd probably have the same reaction.
0: Am I being punked, is maybe what I would say.
2: And then Maggie pops up. It's like, sup, Sarah, with Sharyar. I mean, it makes sense that Maggie'd be here, because he's always around to help out newbies. But then apparently Sharyar is also hanging around.
0: Well, he and Maggie are friends, sure. I think that's canon.
2: He looks really, like, plus. And-, and
0: KO1 knows who Sharyar is, because he saw him in a magazine, I guess. Negating my earlier head canon.
2: And then Tiger Wolf pops up. And he's
1: like, wow, it's all these famous people. They're all sitting here waiting for these children to log in. It's very important.
2: Tiger Wolf is immediately like, are you the guy who's supposed to join his force? Um, this is just some random dude. <laughs> Sarah's like, yes, he is. He says he's steadily securing members. He's secured... Well, he hasn't even secured anybody, but of course Tiger Wolf wouldn't know that. But it's like, that's one guy. That's not steadily securing anything.
0: Yeah, again, like I said, if it was implied that people don't really play this game anymore, this story suddenly works a lot better. But it can't be anything less than the most popular thing in the world because Bandai Namco's ego about Gundam is gigantic.
2: (laughs) Did you see that they just added the old style, like the original Gundam to Crunchyroll?
1: Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, I think I heard that. I love the look on Maggie's face because it definitely looks like he's about ready to just like eat some parfait or something.
0: He is checking Ko One's avatar out. He's like, ooh, elf boy. (laughs) Mommy like. Tiger Wolf's like, remind Riku that he can join my force anytime he wants. I don't usually just ask people to join my force.
2: And Shariar says the same thing.
0: And Shariar's like, I'm surprised you're not inviting him, Maggie. And Maggie's like, I've like, just met them and they're kids. Also, I don't have any openings. We's full up on raid <laughs> night. And Shariar's like, well, if I can't join them, I want to shonen rival at them. And Tiger Wolf is like, slash agree.
2: And then, of course, they start fighting.
1: And Shariar gets upset that he slash agreed.
2: And then Maggie does the tr- the typical thing of, you guys get you guys get along very well. He's like, I can tell you guys are dating. And they're like, we are not. Yeah.
1: Look at how soon-dery we both are.
0: And so Maggie's like, anyway, so what's your favorite Gundam and your favorite Gundam series? And like, I don't know. Some stuff about you.
2: And also being very creepy about it in yes. this
0: case. And he's like, sorry, I left a food in the oven. Sorry, I, I, the virtual I, I left my
2: laundry in the oven.
0: <laughs> oh, so he runs out on the balcony that the lobby has. Sure. And so he's like, who the hell are these kids that these famous people are so into them?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's not even the most famous person that they know.
0: I guess I will watch the previous episodes. We'll cut away, though, because they haven't done anything exciting. And the viewers might
1: remember that if they see what I watch.
2: Yeah, like they haven't (laughs) done anything that would really make you excited about them. That one time Riku dodged good.
1: Which is one of the clips he watches, actually.
2: But it's also not something they saw. Also, how does it record data like that? Is like, is that really free or available for anybody to access?
1: Riku actually just uploads everything to YouTube.
0: I would have liked to lied about that, but Riku 100% seems like the guy who would do that. Just like, yeah, leave auto sharing on. <laughs> so Nanami leads the kids into the back room where they have a whole bunch of boxes of Gunpla. And also this old GP dual machine that just has a bunch of boxes stored on it.
2: To be fair, having, like, spent time in storage areas, this is totally how that would look. This is a surface that's not being used, and therefore it's going to be used as a storage surface. So Mopika's like,
0: did you ever play this, Yuki? And he's like, no, I'm too young a nerd. And is like, what's in this storage box? And apparently it's all of KO1's old Gumpla he built for his teammates that they just had lying back here in pieces.
2: Well, I mean, like, it's... He clearly didn't want them. Nanami must not have wanted to get rid of them. And it's not like you can display something that's only legs.
0: True. And her boss just never threw them out.
2: Is this implying secretly that Nanami actually owns this? She does very well for herself.
0: (laughs) I mean, she's anime (laughs) old enough to do that. But uh, anyway, the machine turns itself on because there's a ghost. And apparently it's old battle data. It also just recorded everything. And they see... KO-1 hanging out with his friends doing a bunch of sparring. I
1: couldn't tell who was supposed to be piloting what in this.
0: I'm pretty sure that KO-1 has the Spiegel Gundam, and other than that we're not really supposed to
1: be able to tell.
2: What's the Spiegel Gundam?
1: It's the German Ninja Gundam. Is that
2: really what it's called? I've I've just always been familiar with it as the Shadow Gundam because that's what they called it in the dub.
0: Oh yeah, I guess it is the Shadow Gundam in the dub. I forgot about that. So they're watching him, he's watching them. It's an Araboros of watching people do stuff. He even watches them lose to Daniel, which impresses him for some reason. But they did cut his guns.
2: Well, I mean, in a way, like the fact that they did go toe to toe with a guy who is particular, supposed to be particularly good.
1: And they're just newbies.
2: Yeah, I suppose that one is kind of an impressive thing, even though they did get their asses handed to them.
1: I'm just saying, I don't think
0: Daniel is on any of those magazines.
2: No, probably not. So all of KO1's
0: friends are very, very enthused about Gundam and loving this. And this is a thing where I feel like the series has hurt itself just by this expectation it set, because this series is always talking about how great Gundam is and how fun it is and buy all our playsets and toys. So this doesn't come off as any different. Mm-hmm. It's always got this saccharine tone, which means that it doesn't really create contrast. It kind of does against the way he is now, but I don't find it particularly effective, which is not this episode's fault. It's the show's fault.
2: I, I think my favorite part about this is the fact that the red frame astray is in here.
1: It's good mobile suit. I do also like that they're saying dramatic one-liners while they're practicing, and then getting their asses immediately handed to them. Yeah. And that's hilarious. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, at the same time, they, in a, a couple of them are calling each other out on it, so... I don't think he was in the Shadow Gundam. I think he was supposed to be in the in that red one. Not the red frame astray, whatever the hell the other one was.
1: Yeah, the red blocky-headed thing.
2: Yeah.
0: I guess Nanami has never seen this because she is also impressed. And Riku's like, Yeah, I definitely want this to my forest. Pat, cut to Patrick Kalasork talking to some girl on a bench. KO1's
1: in the background. I was wondering when we got our call out to him this episode.
0: Katie's going to be pissed. Yeah, he even fought the tutorial. Riku has done so little that KO1 has to watch him do the tutorial, which is happy. I do love that Sarah has rogued her way up here and she is also watching and smiling. And they have a moment where they look at each other before KO1 realizes Wait, when did you get
2: here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she used her mysterious wave powers to teleport. Yeah. Because she was literally not sitting there like two seconds ago.
0: I also just feel like she's very quiet. Like, I believe she doesn't need wave powers to sit down next to somebody and for them to just be like, yeah, this is normal.
2: Yeah, but she was literally not sitting there two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, but we cut away.
0: And she's like, hey, do you love Gumpla Battle? And Gumpla, you seem like a good person who will say yes. And he's like, hey, I-, I left my roast in the laundry room. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> bye,
2: mister. And she's just like, nice okay, talking bye. to you.
0: See you later. I'm just going to hang out here on this bench. Maybe talk to Patrick later. Enrique's like, hey, I think I wanted to help him because I'm a good person and not
2: because I wanted something from him. Like, can you guys do me a favor? I need a canvas bag and some chloroform.
0: <laughs> Cut back to ko one in his apartment with the lights on and everything, who just looks exhausted. And he's like, who is that weird white-haired girl?
1: To be fair, this is probably the most social contact he's had in the however long. Except for those three weird kids who followed him around. He
0: does look overwhelmed.
2: And he has a super dramatic line about how long has it been since I've been able to say I love something.
0: Remember, kids, if you're depressed, just get super into a product. And Nanami appears and is like, hey, come with me, Koichi, and literally has to drag him. And he's like, I already did my social contact today.
2: Stop. The dude on the left is an absolute legend. Like, she just drags her brother in. The other two people in the the room, like, look over, like, oh, someone's coming in. And this other dude's just like, yeah, I'm just going to read my tablet.
0: Look, he's sexting with a girl. He's very into it.
1: (laughs) I was going to make a very similar joke and basically just say, well, he doesn't want to look up now.
0: And she's like, hey, look what those kids are doing. And they're fixing all his broken
1: gumpla. And they somehow don't notice all the commotion as they rush in.
2: To be fair, like they're talking and it would also be possible that they're not really like thinking about most of that because who knows how busy this place gets.
0: They're also probably pretty focused. Like when you're doing model work, it requires attention like that. That's fair. He's like, here's a trick to get a stuck peg out of a hole. Like, oh, this could be damage from uh, actual Gumpla battle. That's pretty cool.
2: So Nanami's like, they're going to fix all of your old stuff. And his immediate response is, why?
1: But then they immediately start talking about their motivations. Just, you know, in case he happens to be in the room. I love how Momoka looks like just she, absolutely she distraught over, her head. over what she's yeah, doing. Yeah, she looks
0: terrified. And she's like, it's like a fun puzzle. And I have heard Gumpla described as Legos for adults, so.
2: They can't be Legos for adults because they're not nearly dangerous enough. <laughs>
0: Look, have you stepped on one? <laughs> no. Enrique's like, it's okay if he doesn't join us. He still loves Gundam, and that's the only thing that's important in the world, is loving Gundam. Buy all our play sets and toys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do really like Gundam. I also own no Gunpla, so... I'll break you.
0: So he's, like, just listening on a wall. And Rik is like, you want him to return to Gunpla Battle? And is like, no, I just want him to love Gundam. That's all that's important, is loving this brand. Also, what he loves because, oh, like, I don't get it.
1: <laughs> but he starts tearing up about it because Riku's actually being kind of genuine, and Koichi's like, "Oh man, it's been so long since I've like felt <laughs> enthusiasm for things."
2: It's probably a little bit of the same thing. He's because it's just remembering, like, having fun with friends and having people talking about it and having fun, bringing that back. What do you know? What this red one is, Jeremy? I don't. I feel like I should. We'll look it up,
0: and we're done. So Riku drops a piece, and it's like, oh no.
2: It's not that big of a deal. It's a hardwood floor. They're easy to spot. Go on a real freaking scavenger hunt. Drop a Warhammer sprue piece on a gray carpet. Done it.
0: Uh, Hey, I've drawn uh, a very small Gundam piece on a gray carpet that was gray. I did not find it. Uh, Anyway, Koichi picks it up, and they're like, oh my god, we're sorry. We we just never asked permission. We just started doing your things. And he's like, one condition. And it's like, huh, what? That's a non sequitur.
2: Say I'll teach you what you don't know, but you gotta build your own Gundams.
0: Yeah. He's like, I'll help you, I'll teach you whatever you know, but everyone builds their own Gunpla. Which is interesting, because the implication very much is that he built them all for his friends before.
2: Well, that actually makes a bit of sense, because... Like, it's like, I'm not going to build them all again for everybody. People have to build their own stuff. I've got stuff to do.
0: I mean, I wonder if it's that or if he's like, they left because they weren't actually that into it. And I only want to be with people who are into it enough to do the work themselves. I wonder if this is almost a defense mechanism. I'm not sure. And he's like, that's my
1: condition and I'll join your force.
2: Of course. That just means that we're that you're going to have to find a Momoka one. Like, she's going to have to build one. Yep.
1: That's probably fine. That means she doesn't have to pilot a pool until the end. (laughs) Except, uh,
2: remember what she's driving in the opening, Tyler? I'm gonna
1: pretend that I don't.
0: They all do a big high five, and they're like, "Yay, we got our new
1: member!" And then they immediately bombard him with questions.
0: Because, like, I've been trying to do a gumpla for a while. I need help. Moke is like, "I can't do a gumpla." Come back to GBN where they all meet up with Sarah and Ko. One's like, "I guess you know her." I do love it. it's like, hey, you know each other, and Sarah's like, yeah, he's my best friend. And KO1's like, yeah, kind of, I guess. Technically.
2: <laughs> and they go to register their force.
0: They're like, yeah, you have to enter all the member names. So they all go in, or Rika starts putting their names in. We see their ranks. They're all ranked D now. Except for KO1, who is ranked F in a subtle little line.
2: I also like how Sarah is in there and is rank D. Yep.
1: Really quick, I'm pretty sure in a previous episode they explicitly mentioned that you need to be rank C to make a force.
0: They said higher rank. They have never given a grade to a Okay. It
2: is. The the only like specific rank they gave earlier was that you needed to be rank C in order to get special moves.
1: Okay, maybe that's what I'm remembering.
0: And, like if the registration is com- uh, is correct, please press OK. They're all like gathered around as Riku gets ready to hit it. He's like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> and it's a fail. Doesn't work. Registration requirements, not met. And they're like, how come? And I love that Sarah takes a moment to look and she's like, oh, it's because KO1 sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they all get mad at him.
2: Well, no, Yuki is sad. Riku is like horrified. And Momoka's enraged. How
1: could you do this to me?
2: And Sarah's just
0: happy to be here, <laughs> like always. And they're like, Sarah doesn't even have a gunpla. How are you a lower rank than her? <laughs> it looks like this is a buzzkill. And even Sarah's like, oh, you're not good for anything, which kills him with a comedic arrow and his ghost sleeves. They're like,
2: well, I guess we have to go grind you up. Yeah, immediately they're like, we're going to go grind you some levels.
1: I like that Sarah just trots along behind them. She doesn't need that rank.
2: It must not be that difficult in order to gain rank because of the fact that, uh, like you said, Sarah's rank D and she doesn't even have a gunpla. Yeah. And she's literally done nothing but tag along in the party. Sarah's basically the bot they have.
0: I mean, but she's completed quests with them, right? She must've got XP for that flower quest. And I assume they've done stuff like that. So she's just been chipping away with that.
2: That's what I meant is like, she's just like the, uh, the backpack bot they have following them
0: around. And and rank D is not that high. If you start at F and there may or may not be an E. Yeah. And that's the episode. There's not even an after credit sequence. So yeah, I, like I said, I think it's the best episode so far. It, is a focus episode on one of the main characters. He's the one I find the most boring, or at least I did my first watch through. But again, the bar is on the floor and they managed to step over it.
2: Without tripping over it. Good job, build divers. Yeah, I mean like thinking about it, it's you're you're right, Jeremy. My I think my main problem stems from when I'm like look, looking back at other episode sixes in comparison. I don't remember exactly what the episode six was in turn A and G Gundam, but I know there's been a hell of a lot more action and fun in those series
0: going up to this point. Episode six of Seed is, I think, my least favorite episode of Seed, to be fair. but
2: Which one is that? Epi- that's the asteroid base. Okay. I got one is kind of a throwaway episode, but the other five episodes, there's so much going on.
0: Yeah, and that's important for setting up the racism towards Kira, and it's got Moo, Natarl, and Maru pretending to run out of air, which is hilarious.
1: This is a weirdly boring episode, despite the fact that there were actually several jokes that made me laugh. There's no real
0: action in this episode, right? Yeah. And there's not a lot of, like, investment into Koichi. Like, there's not a lot of reason to care about him unless you are him, which statistically maybe you are if you're watching this show, but (laughs) there's no plot in this episode. Or I shouldn't say no plot, but there's no continuation of the main plot Other than if you recognize, hey, that's Emperor Palpatine. What's he doing in
1: this flashback?
2: So it basically means we're looking at uh, about three episodes now without any kind of touching on the main plot.
1: Which is half of our episodes.
0: Arguably, there was a little last episode with the, you know, the um, mass divers because they cheated, but only sort of.
1: So an eighth of our show so far or of the total show has nothing to do with the main plot.
0: And to be fair to the show, the characters are so boring that I think what we need is character spotlight episodes like this, especially since this is a lot more episodic than most Gundam shows are. That makes a lot of sense to do. It's just we're at episode six and we're getting our first one, really.
2: I don't turn a didn't, turn a was pretty episodic and even that one felt like it was doing more for its main plot.
0: I'm not saying that this is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm just playing devil's advocate. This is I closer to a Super Sentai series than a lot of other Gundam. It's less serialized. Because even turn A, like the plot of one episode is following into the next, even when it's episodic, especially early on.
2: That's true enough, yeah.
0: And like character-focused episodes, I think are a good idea in an episodic television show like this, especially when aimed at young children. It's just I, I find Koichi kind of boring. He's kind of gone through his arc already here. And it's also... Not a very cynical arc, but like I said, a very product-focused arc. I mean, you can do this without the product stuff about, you know, a guy getting depressed about his hobby and then engaging in that hobby is what causes him to have social engagement, right? I think that's a valuable story and it ties in with the theme of the overarching story about online communities being important and worth defending, but also it's very cynical because it's like, ah, oh, Gundam sure is great. It can even cure depression.
2: <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it that closely in detail when I watched it the first time Jeremy but uh yeah you're definitely right so do you have a high point Tyler
1: uh Sarah stalking him was a good joke I guess
0: like I said a couple times Sarah like she's so wafy that she like i kind of hyper focused on her because of lack of plot and trying to figure out what her deal is but like her character is much much stronger than I remember because of that. And I have been really enjoying her on the rewatch.
1: I was going to say, I think she might be my favorite character so far.
2: I think I agree with you. Zach, do you have a high point? This one was so flat and bland. I'm trying to think there's got to be something in there that I thought was worthy of a high point. Uh, I think I I have to go with him with, with when he calls his sister and is like, these kids are your fault. Come get them out of my hair.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. I was going to go with the Sarah stuff as well, so let's see. What do I go with? it? I guess the fact that it told a story, right? The story has an arc. It's a character-focused thing. They did it. They got over the bar.
1: And a runner-up high point is Sharyar and Tiger Wolf having dialogue together, I guess.
2: Sharyar and Tiger Wolf doing their best to hide the fact that they're dating?
0: Yes. It'll be a common theme. (laughs) Add it to the lore score. Low point, Tyler.
1: And yeah, trying to think what a good low point is. I don't know. This episode was very low. Yeah, it, it was pretty low across low the key, board. Which,
2: like, normally is okay.
1: Yeah, the problem is it's, like, low-key and it's not, like, a breath of relief low-key. It's just we were barely breathing in the first place.
2: Yeah, we're not even breathing hard at this point from all the action. So it's like, hey, here's a breather episode. I didn't need this.
1: I honestly don't know that I have a particular low point, which makes it seem like this should be a point in favor of the episode, but I'm honestly struggling to come up with anything that stands out as, like, particularly bad. I'm going to go with Mubaka's weirdly off-center eyes in that one frame. Okay, it's bad. It's kind of meh? I don't know. It's very rare that the art's off in this show, though, so. Zach?
2: I'm kind of in the same boat as Tyler. Like, I can't think of anything where I'm legitimately being able to point out and be like, yeah, this is why this is not a good episode or, or like, this is a particularly low bar here. Cause, like you said, it's, it tells a story. I kind of wish they would have spent a bit more time on uh, basically everything, but they would have needed more time as a series. Cause, like you said, with uh, Koichi, like, if you were to, uh, his story matters a lot more if you're him. Yeah. I've not encountered this. I, I think I've said it on an, on other podcasts. I've not really run into depression myself, so it, it's hard for me to like really identify with, that, with this character, and he's kind of the one you're supposed to in this episode.
0: So is your low point you're not depressed?
2: <laughs> no, my low point is not I'm not depressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking out loud and running it down. I think my low point would have to be the fact that this entire episode, like it, we have still not gotten any more like, yeah, it's been three episodes since the champion showed up and kind of explained what was going on with the mass with the mass divers, but we haven't gotten any more about that in three episodes. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that that's being left along the wayside is probably going to be my low point. What's your low point, Jeremy?
0: So that red mobile suit is a Gabaldi beta. The Gabaldi is an interesting mobile suit because it's one of the ones that was supposed to appear at the end of Mobile Suit Gundam and got cut when that sh- series got cut short. Char was supposed to have one that was going to be red, So they released ac- uh, model kits of the Gabaldi um, because they had the design done, even though it hadn't appeared. And the Gabaldi beta appears in Zeta Gundam as a... like nod to that is like here's an upgraded one and we finally get to use this design um that we've had sitting on the shelf for seven years the gold baldy be- be- uh, beta model kit was not out when the- yet when this episode came out it was placed here to as an advertisement <laughs> really yes So how cynical this episode is about its product placement is going to be my low point. Because again, I actually do think the story of uh, Koichi is on theme for Gundam Build Divers and decently done, but they can't not have it just coded in a cynical product placement that makes me dislike it.
1: I actually came up with a real low point that isn't just Momika's face being dumb. And that's the fact that all these high-ranked players are sitting around waiting for children to log in so that they convince them to join their teams. Despite the fact that these children have done so little, that's exciting, that KO1 had to watch footage of them playing the tutorial to be impressed by them.
2: That actually does tie into the uh, more, like, either they need to have been around for longer and, like, not be pure noobs, so there's more there to give it more time, but at the same time, like, or what Jeremy suggested, that's more of what I was thinking, where, like, the game is dying, so there are fewer new players popping up.
0: So, yeah, so some with any potential at all is exciting to people, especially people who are engaged in the community and want it to go on. That also ties yeah. in well with the theme of trying to save this online community. Like, an online community that's the most popular thing in the world shouldn't need saving, right? Whereas if the plot is like, oh, the devs don't care about this cheating because the game doesn't make any money, that so it's yeah. up to us to stop it is a more compelling story, but Gundam can't be anything but the most popular thing in the world in a Bandai Namto official production.
2: (laughs) Maybe if they think if they uh, keep like believing it and making series where it's the case, it'll eventually make reality shift around to make it actually the case.
0: I will say that I think this episode is actually very good and mostly let down by the show around it, right? like Because there's nothing that Riku's done that's impressive and the show in this episode needs there to be. Because there's, like, no reason for these guys to be so impressed by him. Because um, the show is always super chipper and ganky about Gundam, so the fact that he used to be when he was happier doesn't feel like a contrast. Do you guys have any final thoughts on it?
2: I kind of agree with you that this one was actually much better than I had thought, because I wasn't... I was more of looking at what it was on the surface, which was kind of boring in general, but once, like, I thought about it a bit more after... Talking to you, it really did make a lot of sense. It's just one of those things that I feel like it concludes the thing too quickly. Like, this is something that I feel you need a couple of episodes in to really achieve that desired result. Because right now, it's kind of like glossed over as opposed to an actual problem. I definitely
0: get where you're coming from. I think the problem is we've complained about how slow this sh- show is moving, and it's got to do this in a single episode because of that.
2: It's kind of like what you said. It's let down by the show around it, so it doesn't have time to spend on stuff that it needs to spend time on. Mm-hmm. Do you have any
1: final thoughts, Tyler? I don't think anything they haven't already said, but to sum it up, eh, insight.
0: All right. Are there any mobile suits we want to add to our list? Th- this episode is light on action, so there aren't really any mobile suits. Riku is going to change up his... Uh, Gunpla next episode if we want to add this one to the list. Although I can see the argument that there's no need to add this one because this next one is similar. Did we already add the capule? Do we just want
1: to add a capule on here? We could do that. I feel like we've seen everything the capule is going (laughs) to do, which is be round.
0: Yeah, it it just, uh, this is not the capule series, but that doesn't mean we can't add it
2: because certainly we've seen it, right? Yeah, it doesn't really do a whole lot else in turn A besides get punted around like a soccer ball.
0: If we're talking about the Capul, I think it's
2: better than the Zono. Uh Do I think that?
1: The Zono's got those like, big-ass claws, which is kind of cool. On the other hand, it's an aquatic-specific mobile suit, which is always kind of... Uh...
2: I think I like the Zono more than I like the Capul.
1: I do like how dumb and round it is. I think I like the Capul slightly better.
0: I definitely think the gin is better than the Capul. The gin's all the way down here?
1: Uh, I think yeah. I agree. I
0: mean, I would agree with that.
1: It's just the regular-ass gin.
0: I think the Forbidden Vortex is better. That is the underwater forbidden variant.
2: Yeah, I'd, I would agree with that. Like, I really don't like the Capul.
0: The final question, speaking of things Zach doesn't like, is it better or worse than the Core Splendor? I think I like the Core Splendor more.
2: Hmm. I think I like Core Splendor more. I detest the Impulse, but the Core Splendor itself, is not really anything wrong with it in a vacuum.
1: And it's got a good color design. As opposed to the cap which is just all green. And also it's round. So the cap goes at number
0: Nintendo 63 above the Zeno <laughs> and below the Core Splendor. <laughs> I found that way funnier than I should have. Two more suits from Wing for us to add. First up, we got the Death Scythe. All right. I like the Death Scythe pretty well. Although, its back looks really naked. It's not nearly as good as the Death Scythe Hell. But it's still, I think, one of the better designs at a wing. I don't think I like it as much as the wing Gundam, personally.
2: Are we? the Death Scythe Hell is the custom version of the Death Scythe that they use to go back into space, right?
0: Yeah, it's got, like, the wings.
2: Yeah, so aren't we including that as part of the Death Scythe? Because we did that with the Sandrock and Heavy Arms.
0: I think the Death Scythe Hell is a different design. I think the Death Scythe Hell and the Altron are different enough from the Shenlong and the... Death Scythe to be
1: different designs. Yeah, that's why we did that with the Heavy Arms and the Sandrock is because the uh, other forms of them are just so similar. Yeah,
0: I mean, you can make an argument if you want to, but I definitely think the Wing Zero, the Death Scythe Hell, and the Altron Gundam are Well, the Wing Zero enough. was
2: literally a different mobile suit entirely. But no, I, I, I'm fine with that. I just wanted to make sure, like, double check. I
1: definitely think I like the Wing better just based on color palette and, like, just overall design. Like, I, I think I agree the Death Scythe feels a little... The shoulders are really cool, but it's its just missing a piece.
2: I I would agree with you on that. Like, If if it was the Death Scythe Hell, I'd probably want to put it above the wing, but since it's just the Death Scythe, it's weaker than the standard wing. I do think I like it more than the Heavy Arms, though.
1: Teenage me would definitely agree, because it's got a cool Scythe man. Current me is more conflicted on it.
2: I think, personally, if we're looking at Heavy Arms versus Standard Death Scythe, again, I think I would give it to Heavy Arms... In part because I like all the DACA. And also, I think the red and white color screen that the Heavy Arms has is better than the Death Scythe's black and white color scheme. The gold trim on the Death Scythe really does it for me.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the gold trim is really what puts it over for me.
2: Uh, And I think those
0: shoulder
1: designs are actually very good. I think I'm going to give it to the Death Scythe. I think that, combined with the fact that the Death Scythe can cloak, that's kind of cool, puts it slightly over the Heavy Arms for me.
0: Yeah, I don't think it goes way above the heavy arms.
1: The Strike Rouge is right above the
0: heavy arms, and I actually might put it below that. I'm thinking right now. I think the Death Scythe cuts a slightly better silhouette, and I like the color scheme more. I do like the Strike Rouge a lot, though. I'm a little torn. What do you guys think?
1: I'm tempted to put the Strike Rouge above it just because it's, you know, the Strike Rouge. If I'm being completely honest, I do actually like the Death Scythe better, but I kind of like, I want to put the Rouge above it for the meme.
2: <laughs> what do you think, Zach? I think I prefer the Death Scythe over the Striker Rouge, personally. I think I'm leaning that way
0: too, honestly. It's just close. Uh, How do we think it compares to the Providence Gundam? The Providence definitely grew on me, but I think I like the Death Scythe slightly
2: more. Again, I'm very close on this. This is a weird, like a kind of a weird counterpoint on this to me. I really hate Starfish backpack. I would rather have no backpack, so I prefer the Death Scythe. (laughs) And usually, like, if it's something that doesn't have anything there, it makes it look too small and, like, fragile. But starfish-ass is not a great counterpoint to that. So I'd give it to Death Scythe.
1: Yeah, and I think I'd also have to give it to the Death Scythe, um, even though I do love the million-and-a-half funnels on the Providence.
0: Uh, the next Gundam we have is the Calamity, and I definitely like the Calamity more. It just feels more complete.
2: I think I'd agree. I, I think the Calamity is... the better. That's one of the problems, the Wing... Mobile suits have is they don't really like try and really show off the weight of their mobile suits like they're kind of their
1: Yeah, they're not as over the top.
2: Well, it's not so much that they're not over the top. It's that they feel like they want them to be these big bad things, but they don't really get across the fact that they are. Whereas the calamity has this presence of yes, I just crushed your car.
0: No more Gundams to compare it to, but Gundam-like mobile suits,
1: I don't like it as much as the Murasame.
2: I like it considerably more than the Murasame.
1: I think I like the Death Scythe slightly better. The Murasame actually effectively uses its transformation, which is nice. If we're talking about the Waltfelt custom, definitely that.
0: Which way are you leaning, Tyler? Because you are deciding vote. I, I think I'm leaning towards the Death Scythe. Okay, final question. Is the Death Scythe better or worse than the Ogre GNX? I think I prefer it to the Ogre GNX, but I don't really like the GNs.
2: I would agree with you on that one, Jeremy. I think I prefer the Heavy Arms to the uh, Ogre GNX.
0: This is the Death
1: Scythe.
2: Sorry, I'm I'm really tired.
1: Yeah, I would say, too bad, we're talking about the Death Scythe.
2: <laughs> no, de- I definitely think the Death Scythe.
1: Just as counterpoint, I think I prefer the Ogre, especially because I love those two dumb orange scimitars.
2: Well, you're outvoting. So the Death
0: Scythe goes at number 21. Above the Ogre GNX and below the Calamity.
1: I feel like one of these days we need to raid mobile suit pilots. So Mula Foggin, number one.
0: <laughs> Neo Roanoke, number negative infinity. <laughs> that will do it for this episode. Join us next week where, if we're not back to Destiny, which I don't think we will be yet, we will be watching episode seven, Force Battle.
1: I'm, it's it's just called Force Battle? Oh, because it's a battle between forces. Okay, I yeah, got it. because they,
0: they, they created a force. Now they got a battle. They got to fight Maggie and Tiger Wolf and Sharyar and the champion and
1: Rommel. And then lose dramatically.
0: <laughs> so Tyler, was this Gumpler or is Isekai?
1: You know, I'm actually switching my stance based on this episode. This episode specifically is Gundam.
2: I think I would agree. It's uh, We're still looking at Gundam here. I mean, this was a case of uh, not necessarily a dude being a shitty teenager, but somebody helping being uh, ha- having their life changed by Gundam, I guess. We're free of the curse!